0: That was very quiet. Come on. Are you kids excited to be in church tonight? We'll we'll try that later. Let's see if the adults can do better. Adults, are you excited to be in church tonight? That's how it's done, kids. So, I assume we're all afraid of something. You know, If it can be the dark, snakes, heights, etc., what are you kids scared of? What are you most afraid of? What's scary to y'all? I'm scared of, uh, alligators. You're scared of alligators? Those things are pretty freaky. You wanna know what I'm scared of? What I'm really afraid of? <laughs> that. <laughs> and bumblebees. Yes, I am deathly afraid of bumblebees. Y'all might see them as like cute little fluffy balls of joy. No, I see them as just these ugly, hairy, scary sounding, loud, noisy, torpedo death machines that are like just wanting to take us over. So, tonight we're going to look at a man named Gideon. I'm sure all of us in in this room have heard the awesome story and just this powerful story of Gideon and how God used him to do such great things for people of Israel. But tonight, we're going to dive in and look at who Gideon is and what he did and why he did it and how at first Gideon, he was so afraid and cowardly, but with his faith in God, he was able to conquer a mighty force and how this shows us that God can take A big mess and turn it into an even bigger message. Now, we gotta go back in history a little bit to see what sets the scene up here. So if you have your Bibles, we're going to be in Judges chapter 6. We're going to start off in verses 1 and 2. The Bible says, And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian seven years. And the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel. And because of the Midianites, the children of Israel made, made them the dens, which are, which are in the mountains and caves and strongholds. So we see here in verse 1 and 2, as, as we just read, the people of Israel have once again sinned and disobeyed God. And so God delivers them into the hands of the Midianites as a punishment and this forced the people of Israel to live in caves to live in caves that were carved out in the size of mountains. And the Midianites, they took everything from them. I mean, you if you keep reading through here, they took like they took their farms, like their crops, they took their animals. I mean, these people had nothing. They were desperate. So, if you jump over the verse 7, verse 7 says, and it came to pass when the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, because of the Midianites. So, we see that Israel cried out to God for help. So, what does the Lord do? As you keep reading, the Lord sent a prophet to the people of Israel, and he said, said, the Lord says, I have brought you out of bondage from the Egyptians, and out of all the hands that have oppressed you. So, this prophet, when he comes to the people of Israel, he says, you know, the Lord says, I have brought you out of bondage, which means I have brought you out of tough times. I've taught, I've brought you out of being captured. And he says, He's delivered them each time. So, you know, God's kind of trying to tell them something here, too. So if y'all have if y'all are taking notes, number one, you write down, Gideon is called. And we're and let's read verses 11 and 12 of chapter 6. And there came an angel of the Lord and sat under an oak, which was in Ophrah, that pertained unto Joash the the Absarite and his son Gideon, threshed wheat by the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. So, what did we just read? So, an angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon. He comes up, this, this young, he was probably just a scrawny little farm boy, threshing wheat. Well, this angel of the Lord walks up to him and says, You mighty man of valor. Now, if I had an angel of the Lord walk up to me and say that to me, I would be awfully confused let's see what Gideon says about this so this left Gideon very confused gideon even goes on to question the this angel of the lord if 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 this was a real angel of the lord he literally gave this angel of the lord a test because he didn't even believe that it was real so the angel to make a long story short the angel did what gideon challenged what gideon challenged him to do and it left it left Gideon in awe. He was like, what? Had one of those moments right there. And he's, and we look at verse 22 of chapter 6. says, And when Gideon perceived that he was an angel of the Lord, Gideon said, Alas, O Lord God, for because I have seen an angel of the Lord face to face. So now he's believing. <clears throat> then... We go on the sea in verse 23, it says, And the Lord said unto him, Peace be unto thee, fear not, thou shalt not die. <clears throat> so the Lord says to Gideon that he will not die when he goes to face the Midianites. The Lord promised Gideon that he would protect him, that he would not be harmed. Then Gideon goes on to build, that he, he built an altar unto the Lord and called it Jehovah Shalom. Do any of you all know what Jehovah Shalom is? what that means. Do you even know what language it is? It's Hebrew. You want to know what what Jehovah Shalom means? That means God is peace. God is peace. So what does this show us? We all may be asked to do something we do not feel qualified to do and wonder, why do you want me to do this? For example, growing up, I played basketball. I played it all the way up until I finished school. And one year, my coach, who's also my loving, caring, dearing father, he, he asked me one year, like, hey, you want to play point guard? I was like, huh? So if y'all know anything about basketball, what I played, I was a power forward and a center so that's the guy, the big guy that stands underneath the basket. It's like, no, smacks the ball out the air, makes sure nobody can get near to the basket. I was, I was the guy that did it all. And so he asked me to play point guard. you got to have some serious balling skills to be able to play point guard. And so I'm like, okay, Dad, I'll do it. Let's go on to say, you know, I was MVP that season. They had nothing on me. Enough of that. <laughs> so, But sometimes we just have that with God as well, as we see with Gideon. We are afraid or confused to do something we know we are called to do, but we should be like Gideon and know that God has a reason and that God's plan always prevails over our own plan. So first, we see Gideon is called Second, we see Gideon gathers an army. So we're going to jump over to chapter 7 and look at verses 2 through 8. And the Lord said unto Gideon, The people, are, the, the people that are with thee are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hands, lest Israel vought themselves against me, saying, Mine, My own hand hath saved me. Now therefore go to Proclaim in the ears of the people, saying, "Whosoever is fearful and afraid, let him return and depart from Mount Gilead." <clears throat> and there, re- and there returned of the people twenty and two thousand, and there remained ten thousand. So, Gideon walks up to his people. So, as so we see here in scripture. If we just add those two numbers up. Gideon had 32,000 people that he was going to go fight the Midianites with. He walks up says, all right, whoever's afraid, leave. He lost over half his army. 22,000 people went home. I mean, that would be pretty concerning to me because I'm like wanting to win because I don't like to lose. But 22,000 people go away. So let's keep reading. The Lord said unto Gideon, The people yet too many, bring them down unto the water, and I will try them for thee, and it shall be that of whom I say unto thee, this shall go with thee, the same shall go with thee, and of whomsoever I say unto thee, this shall not go with thee, the same shall not go. So he brought down the people unto the water, and the Lord said unto Gideon, Everyone that lappeth of the water with, with his tongue as a dog, the dog lappeth, him shall be set by himself, set himself. Likewise, everyone that boweth down upon his knees to drink. And the, and the number of them that lapped putting their hands in their mouths were 300 men, but all the rest of the people bowed down to their knees to drink water. And the Lord said unto Gideon, by the three hundred men that lappeth, I will save you and deliver the many nights unto thy hand, and let all the other people go. Every man into his place. So, what does it look like when Gideon said, when God told Gideon, you know, I want these people to, if they drink like a dog, make them go home. If they drink regularly, they can stay. So, who wants to drink water like a dog? There you go. Come here, and who and who wants to do it regularly? Okay, I'll pick you. Come on, Dominic. Come on. All right, we we gotta make this realistic though. So I got these wonderful Great Wolf Lodge years. You ever been there? Oh, dude, it's so fun. You should go sometime. There you go. Turn around, smile for for your mom and dad. All right, y'all. Can you get on your hands and knees? Good boy. <laughs> All right. Oh, we should do this on the stage. I want everybody to see this. Come on, let's, We gotta make. Every, we gotta let everybody see this. All right, sit. Good boy. All right. Don't worry. This water's clean. It's COVID-free. You'll, you'll be fine. All right. Now, Dominic. Now, God said the people who drink regularly, who get on their knees, and like, so what what he was referring to was whoever like, gathers the water in their hands and drinks it like a normal person should. So, you're you're going to drink water out your hands. Did you wash your hands? Ah, who cares? Hmm, this looks good. Tastes good. So, you want to get down here? Okay. So, so when when God refers to drinking like a dog, drink like a dog. Dude, you you get down there. And you use your tongue. You know how to do that. Want to do it? Are you gonna do it? <laughs> You want me to demonstrate? Okay. So what he's asking to do is this. I'm not putting my tongue in the water because you gotta drink it. You do it. You should do it. There you go. So yeah, give him a round of applause. So the people who drank water like that, God said, "Go on, Gideon, tell those people to leave." Which I would want to leave too. I don't like hanging around weird people too much. And so the people they wanted to stay. Gather it up with their hands. If you can't fit your hands there, just drink out the bowl. There you go. Oh, you don't have to drink at all. You do. I'm kidding. Give these guys a, hand, a round of applause. Awesome. <clears throat> so Gideon sent home the dogs. I mean, the people who drank like dogs. So then Gideon says he was left with 300 men. So, let's do the math. He had 10,000 and then he had 300 left. What is 10,000 minus 300, kids? No calculators, this is a test. You're close. What do you think it is? Yes. Awesome, she got it. So he lost 9,700 people. But Gideon still had faith in God, and God told him that with these 300 men, I will deliver you out of the hands of the Midianites. After this, Gideon goes over his game plan. So he's like, okay, guys, this is what we're going to do. So he gives every man a trumpet and told them that, We're all going to blow our trumpets on each side of the mountains. So how Gideon divides with his 300 people, he does three groups of 100. So 100's going to be on this side, 100's going to be over there, 100's going to be over there. They're all going to blow their trumpets, just make a bunch of noise. Because as we see in verses 16 and 17, he said, and I divided the 300 men into three companies. He put a trumpet in every man's hand, with empty pitchers and lamps within the pitchers. And he said unto them, Look on me, and do likewise. And behold, when I come to, to the outside of the camp, it shall be that as I do, so shall ye do. So Gideon now has his army, and with God's help, he is ready to, to defeat the Midianites. He's ready to just take them out, put them down for the tank out, like the Muhammad Ali, man. Y'all don't even know who that is. So... As we just saw, Gideon gathers an army. Lastly, we see that Gideon conquers. So, so let's read chapter 7, verses 19 through 25. It says, So Gideon and the hundred men that were with him came unto the outside of the camp in the beginning of the middle watch. And, and they had but newly set the watch, and they blew the trumpets and break the pitchers that were in their hands. And the three companies blew the trumpets and broke the pitchers, and held the lamps in their left hands. This is your left, and the trumpets in the right. This is in the right. To blow withal, and and they cried, The sword of the Lord and of Gideon. And they stood every man in his place round about the camp, all the hosts ran, cried, fled. We'll stop right there. As we see Gideon and all of his men got into position and the three companies blew their trumpets and broke the pitchers and they held their the lamps in their left hands and they cried out the sword of the Lord end of Gideon So I'm going to need everybody's help next like everybody in this room So kids can y'all do something Can y'all like stand up right here single file two rows Come on. All right. All right. Y'all know how to use glow sticks, right? Awesome. So since I cannot use a real lantern or flaming torch, which I tried, I honestly tried. I wanted to like bring fire, but he wouldn't let me. All right. So there's your lantern. There's your lantern, there's your lantern, there's your lantern. This is taking too long. Take one, pass it down. All right, and so, y'all are going to be the Midianites. Once y'all to be the Midianites, and so, here's our game plan. We're going to blow our trumpets, which I have one, and y'all are going to hold up your lanterns, and when I blow the trumpet, y'all are going to yell, for the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. Can y'all yell that really loud right now? Practice. And go. Y'all don't sound very convincing. I hope y'all weren't in Gideon's army, that he'd lose. Say it like very loud, like you're angry at them. Use your outs- I'm giving you permission to use your outside voices. And go. Okay, we'll work on it. And when they say that, adults, Or the Midianites, what I want y'all to do, when it says they ran, they screamed, they fled. I want y'all to go, ah, get the jazz hands going, please. Can y'all practice that? I love that. See that see, your your dad's scared of you. Alright. And so I'm going to read here. And three companies blew the trumpets, and they went, "Ah, for the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. Ah! Ah! They also had pitchers that that they broke, so they had a coffee, so I'm going to use a coffee mug and just, I'm not going to do it, you're welcome. (laughs) All right, so like I said, when they did that scripture, tell us the Midianites and all of them ran away and cried. Y'all go sit down. Awesome job. <laughs> so, as we read on after verse 22, verse 23 goes on and said, And the men of Israel gathered themselves together out of Naphtali, probably butchered that, and, and out of Asher and out of, and out of all Mansa and pursued after the Midianites. So Gideon sent mes- messengers throughout all mount that, saying, Come down against the Midianites and take before them the waters unto beth and Jordan. And all the men of Ephraim gathered themselves together and took the waters unto beth and Jordan. And they took two princes of the Midianites, Oreb and Zeb, and they slew Oreb upon the rock, Oreb, and Zeb they slew at the wine press of Zeb, and pursued Midian, and brought the heads of Oreb and Zeb to Gideon on the other side of Jordan. So, see that then Gideon sent out a messenger unto these places we just saw, and they took two of the Midianite princes and and they brought their heads to Gideon. Don't worry, I don't have an illustration for that. <laughs> I mean, man, what a victory. These three hundred people that All all of them at first were just so afraid. And, And they get around the mountains and they defeat just the large empire of the Midianites. I mean, man, that's such an awesome victory. What faith in God that they had. This story shows us how with faith in God and God's plans, we can accomplish a lot. We see at the beginning Gideon, a coward, he turns into that mighty man of valor. A man that saves the people of Israel. We should all have faith in what God has for us and be faithful in what God has called us to do. Let's pray. Lord, just thank you for this, this amazing night to get together and just very thankful for the story of Gideon. God, it's just this wonderful victory. Lord and God, I pray that you just be with all the people here and safe, Charles back home. And Lord, just be with all the people going To the Guatemala trip, God, and just pray that we do great things there for you. Lord, we love you. We praise in your Son's holy and precious name. Amen.